Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce. This is the new episode of Double Deuce. Yeah. The newest one. Until it's not anymore. If you're listening to this eight months from now, it's no longer the newest Double Deuce. No, if you're listening they are, they are tonight, quickly replaced, but irreplaceable tonight, at the same time. There'll be another one some, soon, but you'll never forget this one or any of them, especially certain ones that are ex- especially unforgettable. I I told the uh, the story of the uh, the the infamous episode, the VR episode, uh, to some people. When James Frager. Made yeah, us yeah. put on VR glasses and watch porn while he talked about the end of the world and the apocalypse for yeah. 22 minutes. Yeah. My, my favorite surreal. detail of that day is still, and there's a lot of details, is still that he gave himself a haircut in the men's room before it was time to record the podcast. Before it was time to record the podcast, an audio medium, he gave himself a haircut. To be fair, he brought he brought four video cameras to record it. So, I mean, I I think I think Frager was really he was going all out for our our uh, our our meetup. I mean, it was it's an infamous episode. It's up there with the you know the crazy ones. Yeah, yeah, like the Gin Sunday one where we were so ridiculously drunk nobody really remembers anything from that episode. Gin Sunday was a wild one. And I feel like we even did like, do we need to do that? And even another one, wasn't there something about me like stealing pies off windowsills that was even after the Gin Sunday? It was a, it was a I crazy believe, weekend. I believe there was, I believe there was, it was, out was of I think like the first appearance of Nick Colby on the podcast. First and, ah, and, and one of very few old timey reminiscences. OG podcast listeners i know you're sighing as well in reverie just as we what's did. your most scandalous episode that you listen to when you're feeling a little naughty hashtag double deuce uh, uh scandal deuce episodes Woo, that went well hopefully it wasn't too scandalous no, no I mean, I, watch that be the only hashtag and it's actually something we did that was bad although I, I don't recall bad things but i don't recall lots of things i mean it, it's been almost it's been almost 10 years we're going to have said something i know for a fact i've said something that i would be heinously embarrassed if i ever heard it again by 100%, now right 100 percent. yeah i just don't know what that is because again you know i don't I don't usually go back and listen to the episodes, uh, but uh, I, I know what I said for a while, but then I forget it because, you know, life's too short to remember everything you said on a podcast. Yeah. And I've just 10 years is a lot of time for one getting older and wiser and two, like being more self-reflective and learning more things, you know, so I 100 percent. I'm sure that we said dumb stuff here and there. But here's the thing is we're sorry. We'll say it we'll say it once and never again. We're sorry. We say we're sorry. So we'll say it again. I I would I would say we're not old though. I mean, we can still hang, right? We can still hang. No, we can still hang. I just mean older in that I feel like you you know, I know more things than I did when we started this podcast about lots of stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You are always telling me I know more things now than I did when we started this podcast, you say. Yep. A lot of times yeah. it gets us out of some pretty sticky situations. 
I mean, like the floor at Murph's. Yep. Sticky. The glue factory. What? The glue factory. Oh, the time we went to the glue factory, or or, or you yeah, and, and the glue was like all there. Somebody turned the dials, and the glue was like yeah. was running everywhere. But it was yep. you know it was still like moving because it was you know liquidy glue, but it was dry. Like it was it was sticking people all over, and we saved the day because of things I've learned since we started this podcast. Had we not started this podcast, that would have been a much darker day at the glue factory than it was. As it was, it was just you know it was kind of bad, but I no mean, fatalities. The cafeteria was nice. Yeah, it was. It was a nice day at the glue factory, and yeah, yeah, it's all the sticky. Mm-hmm. They hailed us as heroes, but then we got home and no one believed our stories about the day we'd had. Mm, isn't that always the way? We were like, uh, we were like Sam and Frodo, like coming back, and everybody's like, "Hey, nice eagles," and we're like, "Yeah, boy, we've been on a hell of a ride," and they're like, "Okay, well, we don't care," and then they wander off. That's how that book ended. In case anyone was wondering. Sorry, I was taking notes. I realized I was doing that thing I do where all of a sudden it's five minutes in and I haven't wrote, written a single note down. So I was just jotting a couple you things have down. have really got to get, you know, sometimes you do so well. It's, the, it's opening so, day of football. So. And so this is the first episode of the night, but it feels like a second episode of the night. If you know oh, what I, mean. I love that. I love Gods that about America. you. I I am wink. so impressed with your dedication to football. Um, I I really am. I feel like you go all out to celebrate this little piece of Americana. Well, and, and, and uh, now that, now that we're YouTubing the the NFL Sunday ticket, uh, and just like looking at like like Chad is is finally not going to be a weekly almost whole year long. Like if he always misses like two, but he's only going to be there for right. like a handful out. So I was like, I need to go out for the opening to hang out with him because there's only be a couple times to go do it out in the the full public. Yeah, yeah, and you want to be. I might drop by his house. Invites were given. What? Listen to that. But also, I he he hooked me up with a little bit of the YouTube access, so I can still keep Sunday ticketing at home without having to buy the thing for myself again. Oh, that is that is awesome because I gotta tell you, those packages are expensive. They're up there. I, I will tell you, it it makes sense if you've got the money and you are gonna be watching stuff like weekly, because I feel like it's cheaper ultimately than like going out every week for football. If you're watching football every week, especially for yeah. me, who has like two teams that I follow and root for since I was a child. But neither of them being the, the place we live right here. We get like a certain amount of Broncos games because they're neighbors. But without a Sunday ticket or going out to to watch things, it's hard to watch Washington. And they played wildly, but great today and, and won. And they, they were fun. That Sam Howell, that kid, that kid's a gunslinger. That guy got no fear. The enemy's got him like just freewheeling and unloading because he was throwing into like triple, quadruple coverage, but he was making the throws still. Like that shit wasn't getting picked off too, really. He's moving around. I'm excited for that kid. I feel like that team's had a bunch of uh a bunch of quality uh position players, but not a solid enough quarterback. And I think maybe we do. And also Snyder's gone, which is delightful. 
that alone makes this season fun. But now we got this kid gunslinging. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I, 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 I like the chiefs and cause I think they're good at football and they mm-hmm. have a player that uh, you may have heard of named Patrick Mahomes and I'm familiar. He's, uh, he's intensely good at the commercials that they play in between the football, but he's also pretty good at the football mm-hmm. that he plays during he does the football. It good, uh, he does it good. Like. I'm doing my Patrick Mahomes thing on Patrick Mahomes. Like, I feel like he doesn't quite yeah. Baker Mayfield level it where Baker Mayfield's just like uh straight manning some weird ridiculousness. I feel yeah. like Patrick Mahomes, a straight man is, is still, he's a little confused at the situation, but he's, he's, he's in, he, he's, he's yeah. making, he's making faces. He's having fun. I like him. I like the, I like it's- the new, the new uh, Andy Reed one where he's trying to steal his chicken nuggies at the end. And he's like, oh, he's like, no, you one. don't. The State Farm commercials, which I still, I've grown accustomed to them now. But I still, if the if the one true Jake from State Farm were were to ever call for an army to to lead to the the gates of State Farm to retake his place as the one true Jake from State Farm, I would I would rally to his banner. But this Jake from State Farm, he's fine too. Yeah. They're yeah. asking him to do a lot, and I can understand maybe that that other Jake is just like, look, I just answer phones, man. I mean, you got to think that, that State Farm life, like you're just in it for the insurance, and then somebody's mm-hmm. like, we need you to glamour puss it up with a bunch of fucking famous football dudes, and I think most guys are like, no, I I just came here to to like do percentages and APRs and you know uh, term limits. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk to famous celebrities sports athletes they probably say so it's probably really hard to find someone who will do that it's just sad that they they created this this character and he knocked it so out the the park that like just the name jake from state farm was recognizable because of his work but they're like i don't know though that you can be like the center of a whole campaign beyond just a good a good single ad and so I feel like they didn't they didn't trust my man Jake. That's again why I will march upon the gates and seat him on the the, the throne of Jake from State Farm or or use my body to to clog their their to, to defile their waters and 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 make make it make it hard for them to like open and close doors because it's just gonna be there laying in, in the middle. I'm gonna try to die right in the middle of a door and like put my body in a way. If if it's going bad and I'm gonna die and we like I'm gonna make things as inconvenient for these guys because they made things inconvenient for Jake and this is all I can do. It's all I can do. I I believe in the cause that much. Wait, so you're gonna straight up Hodor State Farm Insurance? Is that your plan? No, I'm I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna. I'm just I'm gonna be part of of the of the of the army trying to storm it. It'll be like Battle of the Bastards, and and I'm on the Jon Snow side. But the thing is, if it goes bad, I'm just gonna make sure that if I die, I'm gonna die in one of their open doorways to clog to clog up the doorway, like so that if they do win, they're like, oh, we still got all these bodies. I can't get to the my bedroom. There's bodies all up in that, and one of those will be me. Yeah, sticking it to them one last time in death. This is what I love about you, man. Your Clifton strength is that you're goal driven. Yeah. Like 
you've got dreams like people don't know what they are because they don't make a lot of sense, but you have them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing about you. Well, you know, I, I'm I, I I appreciate having goals and following through with them. Yeah, no, it's I I appreciate that you appreciate it's how the goals how else you have. how else do we find glory that lives on after death? I don't know. Too many people don't even think about that. Like they die in in bed or they die of with like other things and they even, don't even if you know the pretender remains on the throne but i clog up that door like there's going to be times where sure they won that that war but they're, they're gonna be like hey remember how hard it was to get to bed that night because of all the, the those bodies stacked in the door and that one guy really wedged himself in there like somehow he got like under the door and like it was really hard to get him out of there he was really stuck and i'll be like that's right that was just me. try to picture this they remember battle. me they remember the, state. the you go ahead i'm just i'm just, just smiling at my own my own in a state farm office building like this epic battle like the battle i'm trying to picture the battle of the bastards in a well, state court, farm everyone knows that the, the the headquarters of state farm is a castle is it though yes you said everyone knows well sorry most people know. Okay. Okay. Just wanted clarity. You don't. And um, it's probably some like you're maybe like uh, Ollie maybe doesn't know yet because he insurance really isn't on his radar yet. Um, that's probably I mean, about it. We, we've had the initial conversation. Jack knows. You, sh you could ask her. She knows. I'll ask her. I'm not afraid okay. to ask her. Okay. I know you're not afraid. Thanks. I think. Be not afraid to ask your wife about the State Farm Castle. Hey, speaking of football, I've got a question for you. Yes. Okay, so on that DraftKings commercial where there's like the guy and uh, at the bar and he's like, um, I, this this thing is so magic. Um, I, I want to tell you about how magic it is. Over to you. And then it goes over to another guy and the guy's like, you know, hey, this is this is the deal, and gives the whole spiel about the actual DraftKings, and he's like, it's magic, and then it goes back to the guy at the bar, and he's like, is it magic? And he's like, it, it's so magic, it's so magic, and he does a little dance in like a gold or silver lame suit with the chest hair showing, and it goes back to the guy at the bar, who I'm pretty sure is a sports figure, and he's like, that's too much magic, that's too much magic, and I think it's a hilarious commercial, but I don't know who the guy is. You know, you? probably, but now I'm drawing a blank on that commercial. I remember there's too much magic, but I thought it was really funny. And and actually, for a for a, I'm assuming this guy's a football player because he's built like a football player. And yeah. it's during football, he's got an impeccable timing with it. Like it is, it is a class level comic timing. And I'm just I'm impressed because usually you get like. The Mahomes who's good at doing Mahomes, where it's like it's not great acting. Let's not lie to ourselves. Like Mahomes is not going to play. Uh, he's not going to be in all. Uh, not going to be in in Death of a Salesman anytime soon. Although that would be pretty fucking amazing if he was in Death of a Salesman. But he's probably not going to be right. But this guy, he could be in Death of a Salesman. He could be in Death of a Salesman, and I think that the people would he go. Could be, he could be Biff. 
He could be Biff. He could be Biff, and people would go, "That's a very convincing large Biff in Death of a Salesman." And uh, a Biff who looks like he could also probably play football, but is first and foremost an excellent Biff. I think it was Kevin Hart in that ad. Is he sitting by a pool, that, maybe? I didn't he know not? he played no, football. No, he's standing by a TV on a football field. No, he's at a bar, man. I swear he's at a bar. Hey, I'm 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 working for Google again all of a sudden, and I quit that job weeks ago when we recorded with Courtney Shipley. All right. Hey, listen, listen, I don't want to stress you out. And I feel like who keeps trying to drag me back into work. They're like, you come into the office. I feel like I feel like I'm starting to hit your over. And I'm like, I'm on a very low. I my hourly like I don't even get a a full hour. I just I Google while we record a podcast. Stop calling me into work. I feel bad about everything. I don't even have any perks. Damn, this is the hardest episode we've ever done i feel like there's been a few harder ones i feel like but this is still this might rush more it with the other hard ones yeah yeah hey i got a dog yeah you did yeah how's that going uh it's it's actually really uh really okay so far um nice we didn't we didn't intend to get it well actually we we so there were these Seemed like the boy howl- like finagled you into uh, doing the walking through the animals close to a birthday. Yeah. Well, there was a little bit of where that. It's like not only where you do you maybe find a, a cute, agreeable animal, but he can throw the birthday card on top of there, too. And it's just like, oh, man, I don't got a lot of arguments here. But I think I need to also acknowledge my culpability in it because I've been kind of thinking it would be great for him to have a dog and, and it would be not so bad to have a, a, a dog around. And we but we said like well, we're gonna let you, tried, it happen. you tried cat at that one point and he was kind of allergic and yeah we tried the cat and the cat was old and and bitter and sat on heads and uh was and then and, and drooled a lot and uh it was basically full of dander and and ollie had an allergic reaction yeah. so or we thought it was an allergic reaction although apparently he's not technically allergic to cats or dogs according to the allergist that we went to later so that was a little bit of a weird one, and we it also might have been a, a bad, bad allergy time when it was happening too, where there was already a lot of shit in the air, and it was just one more like a clump of stuff in in his in his noses and stuff. I I think something like that. So we were already a little skittish about like, hey, let's not go back to the humane society and like take another animal and return it after a few days. Yeah. Uh, so we were really going to take our time, and then there was like uh, somebody po- posted on Facebook that there were like these cute little hound puppies uh, over over the holiday weekend, like at uh, PetSmart, and you know you could go and uh, you could adopt a, a puppy um, if you wanted to. And I was like, oh, that's really cool, but we're going to be gone for two days uh, on the on the holiday, so th- we can't really do that. Um, but then it turned out that the two of them were still around, and so I was like, hey, let's go on on the holiday on Monday. And uh, uh, let's let's go look at them and and see if if uh, if we if we want to get them. And so we went to look at specifically at these two little hound dog puppies. And the one that there was a boy and a girl, and we were going to look at the girl. And right as we walk uh, out, you know, through the humane society to near the, ca- the 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 crates where they were kept, um, we see the little hound dog girl, and she is just laying down an intense stream of explosive diarrhea just on <laughs> the floor, right? Yeah. Like just disgusting. And we're like, do we really want to look? Impression. 
yeah, do we really want to look at her right now? Um, and we were kind of like, no, no, let's let's not. But Jack had seen this other uh, dog that um, uh, is seven months old, which you kind of can't really tell by looking at her because she's a pyridoodle and she's about 57 pounds. Um, so she's huge. And uh, and we were like asked to, to see her and she came in and she was sweet and timid and and um, really pretty chill. And she and Ollie kind of hit it off. And then she looked up at Jack and I could tell that Jack was like falling in love with her. And I was sort of the same way. And so they took her out and they said they're like, you know, there's another family who kind of looked at her earlier. But we you know, she's still available right now. And we were like, OK, we have to do this. So even though we went in specifically not buying, we were just going to look. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not, uh, and not looking adopting, at a different dog even to begin with and looking at a different dog there was much it's a cute hound puppy that, that puppy's getting adopted even as, as long as somebody stops by after the diary is over and cleaned up somebody's gonna want that yeah dog. i mean that's just i mean i i feel like that's a sort of an ill-fated intro it's bad right? omen that's I mean, that that's not your dog that's not the dog for you yeah if you meet any dog for somebody anything, else anything and it's first uh, the first thing you see it do is explosive diarrhea you're gonna have a fractious relationship i think yeah i can't think i mean unless you're a nurse and it's a patient and and then it could I mean you can come back from there but again like there was other dogs and he's a little puppy he's gonna she sorry he's a little puppy she'll get adopted yeah she's gonna be fine and and i i I honestly think she was probably a little stressed and scared and got fed a whole bunch of treats uh by the a lot of excitement a lot of people around yeah, yeah. So she's like, I'm gonna lay. Well, they also like fucking... needed to go to the bathroom, but was still like playing and like did not address it until it's like, uh oh, <laughs> no yeah. more minutes. Yeah. But uh, anyway, the, the the Daisy's a great dog. Her name was Daisy at the uh, at the the Humane Society. We thought about maybe changing it. No, no, we're not doing a rename because you know the, it seems to fit, right? Yeah, it seems to fit. Yeah. Also, like if they um, if they've been Daisy, like if they've had a name for a while, I feel like you've got to do something that at least like sounds similar, and so that already like takes yeah. a lot of options. If you want them to like start figuring it out faster, yeah. Um, but she's super chill with Ollie, and she's uh, yeah, we're, it seems we're, like they've know, been really... getting along real well from the the pictures I've yeah. been seeing. Yeah, uh, she's not necessarily like leash trained or uh, or officially potty trained, although she she has been really good about going outside and using the bathroom outside um and uh, yeah so there's i mean it's still it's a growing process it's an organic process sometimes she's also like, probably they'll, still... they'll know they'll know uh to do it but you, you don't know like what are your like how does your gas gauge work you know like in, on some cars it's like you got to know it's like oh it go it always goes from three quarters the the between three quarters and one quarter it moves fast but like those quarters got a lot of gas in them you got to know like how long can this dog like handle it yeah yeah and uh we have had one accident but it's been it was mm-hmm. relatively minor of course it was the it, night that we went out drinking so you know yeah it was a <laughs> it's bit not a, the best thing to walk home to yeah are you putting but, are you putting like uh having her hang out in a certain room while you guys are out and and no one's going to be there to like let her out if she's like come on she, she's we, you... we're creating her we're creating her but yeah. we're trying to keep the, the crating relatively like short periods and then we'll gradually kind of go longer mm-hmm. and longer um and let her kind of get used to that so yeah we took i was taking her out every couple of hours most of the last week i worked from home and was able to kind of concentrate on getting her out and about and and uh yeah so it's been going it's been going good and we got a new family nice. member and she's awesome that's that's dope 
It's always I always feel yeah. like it's nice for kids to have like a pet that they can pal around with, especially like I know it was dope having a dog when I was younger for times when I was like, ah, people are busy. I'm young. I'll play with this yeah. dog. Yeah. Like reinforced no, and- a couple tricks he knew and like I think taught him a, a newer one. Because I had to I, had, I already knew like my sister's like, you can teach him tricks. You just need goldfish crackers. Doesn't even we especially to not have to do treats, but it's like if you give him a goldfish after he does everything right, he starts learning it pretty quick. Nice, nice. I was like, right on. Yeah, but apparently it'd been like there. years since since the goldfish stream was going. So some some tricks he's like, I don't know, man. I don't see goldfish in your hand. So <laughs> Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. But uh no, Ollie's Ollie's really enjoying having Having a pet around, I think. Although there's a little bit of jealousy, he did get mad at at Jack the uh, yesterday, and and was like, "The dog more than me." And I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go." You're getting a little, a little of the new baby syndrome. New baby syndrome, yeah, yeah. It was and and it was pretty intense, but it's all fine now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's been my big news. Oh yeah, uh, double deuce. Uh, I mean, we're we're hitting the times. I think I think we can yeah, walk. No, that's I good. think we can walk it off on new dog tails. I feel like I feel like we need to always leave them wanting more. Has the dog has the dog way. done something amazing in the in these days to to take us out on a particularly high note, or has it just been being chill? Um, I mean, mostly being being chill. Uh, can it play yeah, basketball it, or another sport? Not. We're working on that. We're working mm-hmm. on that. The weather has been, either it's been hot or it's been hazy with like distant smoke. So I can see where you haven't like tried to do a lot of outdoor sports yet. Yeah, no, we we're waiting for the Canadian. And we don't have like a, a good rink for hockey here. So no, you know. no. Feel like she's a curling dog. Yeah, that'd be yeah. interesting. Think about it. Instead of instead of the broom that she like get real low and just like the tail going real yeah, real fast. Pat, 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 pat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly it. You know, I feel like that's if we could again the ice rink situation is bad here, but I feel like we could we could put a, a curling team together. I I'm not saying we could go to the Olympics right away, but I think we could figure something out. Yeah, yeah. We need we, start, we need we a couple more a, people. Who wants to be on our curling team? We can Who start a bar can curl? and call it Larry Moe and Curling. That's true, but we would need ice. Yeah. yeah, we would need a lot of ice. We at least need here. We need someone with money to to make a rink, and then we will open a bar next door. I was, scratch the That's whole rest. More affordable. We need someone with money. Yeah. Do you have money and want to open a rink that we can open uh, a, a niche kind of bar next to uh, or just just to do it and have curling nights where we can, you know, try to slowly but surely work our way up the curling rankings until we'll just be too old by the time we're good enough to Olympics it. But I think we could still take some, you know, regional titles at least. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I know we're still we're at the end of the episode and we're talking yeah. on a totally different subject, but I meant to tell you, I got an email from uh grant assistance for you telling us that our credit has been approved i saw uh, some those gra- i was gonna ask you about those grant emails i was like did you write a yeah. grant proposal <laughs> no but apparently grants for you is gonna give double do deuce podcast credit for five thousand dollars what could possibly go wrong interesting 
the best way to prepare for tomorrow is simply to do your best. I mean, I think we could give them like a place to meet us somewhere where they could give us an envelope and I'd be down. Small unmarked bills. We, we might could, have to we go could, to Camp Hill. We could walk, you know, towards each other from different sides of a bridge to exchange. They could give us the money like, you know, in the middle where we can feel more confident that no one's going to pull right up on us, you know? I feel really bad that I've never been in like two things I really want are to be part of a middle of the bridge exchange and also to be in the like, I'm going to pass you a number like game like yeah. and then pass a slip of paper, you know, and we were close to a, a bridge exchange at one point where Kitty had the like videotape of her her wedding to Jerry back in the day that Gauss and I performed and we were going to do a let's meet in the middle of a bridge and you hand Gauss and I the tape so we can watch it but we never did maybe I think the problem was we never had something I think we, I think we were going to give her like the script to what the wedding was but then we ended up just doing that eventually because we're like let's stop making you wait for a thing we can just email you from our computers and not feel like we need to walk to the bridge to, to do yeah. but in retrospect we made the wrong choice we should have should have held strong and fast to demanding the bridge exchange so we could watch that. What I'm sure was a very weird wedding from what memories I have of that day. I mean, I don't want to say that it was your fault, but they did divorce because of that. I mean, that's where, that's where we developed both the two matrimonial traditions, the, the local Lawrence traditions of the, the horny goat weed sacrament and the reading of the book of piracy, which have made their appearances at other weddings too. Yeah. Well, it's important to have traditions. Yeah. And to uphold them. Double do. Like <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like that's the outro, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're out. Good. Good. We're out. But we'd been kind of like standing in the doorway. So I double deuced again, just to, you know, be like the, well, I gotta go. Double two. You in the doorways today. Hey, I again, I got to be like if every even if something seems calm after that battle, I'm going to hang on in doorways for at least a day or two just to make sure that like it's not a, a weird plot or they aren't going to just come right back and, and overtake us. So I'll be You're ready. Be like that historical interact uh, reenactor who like sees that everybody around him is dead and he has he's supposed to die in the thing. And so he just falls down. That that happened. I saw that once. That happened once in a in a battle reenactment. It was hilarious. It's like that. He's a little new, guy. and he's like, "Oh shit, I forgot the choreography stuff." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody around just him living was in the moment, to, but not paying. He attention. looked around. He didn't have anybody to kill him, so he just went <laughs> like fell back <laughs> and died. It was awesome. Double twos. <laughs> uh, More endings than Lord of the Rings. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're a Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook, and our email is doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on. 
Patreon.com backslash Double Deuce Pod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's Patreon.com backslash Double Deuce Pod. Yeah! Yeah! Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, well, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.